Good evening, everybody. This is Andy Alford, the host of All Andy Alford, and you're listening to a special edition of the podcast, All Andy Alford, tonight, the MLB Preview Edition 2022. Join myself, Logan Carr, and Lucas Sigerson as we all sit down in a roundtable discussion to talk about this upcoming 2022 MLB season as we give our predictions for this upcoming year and who will lift the Commissioner's Trophy. Tonight's episode is unedited, unrehearsed, and ready for you to listen and to understand and learn for this upcoming baseball season as opening day is just around the corner. Follow the show on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford. It is at AllAndyElford as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. Remember, this show is unedited, uncensored, and ready for you to listen. So sit back, relax, and if you have a question or a comment, hit the the Twitter handle at AllAndyElford or Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. Enjoy the show. Boys, take it away. Guess who's back? AllAndyElford. And a shot at a goal. 54 runs in the span. I'm going to get shut out. Dumbino hit to a home run. Go on, Jack. That's way back. Put some extra relish on my hot dog. Bear down. Chicago Bears. Choo choo, it's time for all Andy Alfred. Right? I'll tell you what. Yeah. Him being 33 makes me feel really old. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. I can remember him being a hot prospect in the Yankees organization. Yeah. The cold air of winter has finally passed us. We have begun the process that is the boys of summer. A roundtable discussion tonight with yours truly and some familiar friends to the show. As this is the special edition of All Andy Alford, the MLB roundtable discussion right here on the Anchor Network. I am your host, the moderator, the self-included mud hen fan. The one and only all Andy Alford coming to you from the beautiful Man Cave Studios in Toledo, Ohio. Of course, I have some guests on the program tonight. One of few, unfortunately, we lost uh, our uh, MLB blog writer Nick the Money Man Devera. He is out tonight with a with an illness, so we he will he will not be joining us unfortunately this evening. Uh, but we have a good-sized crowd tonight, of course, and we're going to first and foremost welcome in an MLB contributor, of course, a f- longtime friend of the show, the one and only, the Philly fan himself, Mr. Lucas Sigerson. Lucas, good evening to you. Uh, good evening, Andy. Thank you for having me. It is true. I always love to talk baseball ahead of every... Ahead of opening day each year. You know, we were. Th- I was looking back on our days, and I remember we did a show a long time ago back at the uh, at the Oregon Library in the in the in the room there, and it was just you and I in a sea full of empty chairs for our roundtable discussion. And now we're doing this via Zoom, and this is uh, this is the new 2022 edition of this program. But we have a new yeah. contributor to our show this year. He is a MLB analyst, of course. He is also a longtime good friend of mine, and he is uh, joining us for the first time on this program. I'd like to welcome into the show Mr. Logan Carr himself. Logan, good evening to you. 
Hello, how you doing? Good evening to you, sir. We got a lot to get into tonight, of course. Uh, we'll do some over-unders as well as looking into this upcoming season, our predictions for this year, as well as, you know, giving our opinion. And first and foremost, you know, boys, we're getting baseball back, and that's the best thing out there. We're going to get the boys of summer back after a long lockout that we had. Um, I'm going to start with you, Lucas. Uh, your first reaction to what the, the lockout was for you as a fan, as well as, uh, you know, as a as a baseball big fan himself. Yeah, I mean, as a fan, I was – it was, it was annoying more than anything. I think uh, the lockout, everybody formulates their own opinion, but, but from, my, from my perspective, it, it just seemed like the, the owners were just manipulating the sport, you know, uh, acting like they're not making any money, acting like they're, you know, they got to be penny pinchers when, when really in reality, like there's so much money in the sport. Um, I mean, I saw the report like the Braves put out or that came out about the Braves, how they, they claimed they were losing money, but they made like $500 million last year alone. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, that, that was kind of frustrating, you know, the whole financial aspect. Um, but then just the sides going back and forth, like I, I got to the point where I was like, all right, let's just get baseball back. Um, so I, I'm excited. Uh, I think some of the changes are I love the new playoff structure. <laughs> Um, I think I, you know, the, I, I was impressed by the by the players' side, the players' union, everybody really kind of sticking to their guns and like not caving. Um, and I think kind of the, the resolution that both sides agreed to, I think finally, um, I, I'm excited about it. I think it's uh, I think it's it's good for the it's good for everybody that baseball's back and um, yeah. Just so I'm just I'm excited that uh, that we're going to have a full 162 game season and. Uh, Excited to see the changes take place and uh, looking forward to the expanded playoffs. And yeah, so <laughs> Logan, you have any you have any take on to that? Well, building off of what you said, I think they started to uh, canceling games. They really started getting stuff going. You could tell that, uh, at least on the player side, that it was like they realized at that point you got to get something done here because I mean. I don't think it really put it into perspective until the game started being, you know, pushed back. That it was like, wait, I mean, we can't let this go on for much longer. And it was just a, uh, a scare there. Um, I think it was pretty selfish from the owner's standpoint, the way they were handling it. We know there's a lot of money in baseball. I mean, we only see the Braves turn publicly. I mean, that, that's just the Braves. I mean, they're like probably a top five seven somewhere in their market like can you only you can only imagine what you know the yankees the dodgers the mets of the world what they're making and to um make it seem like it was the players fall which i really think that's what do there and i think that was yeah. a misguided way of this got an approach. I I agree. I mean, just to have it say that it was the the players' fault, it's just it, it it's absolutely wrong. It's a fifty fifty partnership. I can understand where the players are coming from, but in all reality, you know, at the end of the day, we've got the deal done, and that is what it really is. And you know, I was bringing it up with a lot of bringing it up with the with you guys here uh, off camera that you know. It's not just the players that are affected by what the lockout was. It was the 
was the parking attendants, the restaurants that are around there, the different event, different people that it, it was a bad event effect for that because of all that, as well as what's happened in spring training, because we've had a shortened spring training this year. We've gotten a shortened time frame to look at what the future looks like for all our all the teams out there. So it's going to be interesting to see what you know 2022 is going to be this year for baseball. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's it's obviously, a, people say it's a dying sport, which, I mean, everybody has their opinion, but there's, more still wrong. Plenty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. there's still plenty of money to go around. You see these contracts that are given out, even like post-lockout. Um, I, you know, it's it's pretty crazy. Like, I, I more I money than any other sport. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you, you look at the Texas Rangers, like, they invested over, over $500 million in just their middle infield <laughs> between... Uh, Corey Seager and Trevor Simeon, right? Yeah. I mean, just cr- absolutely bonkers. Better hope that works. Yeah, you better hope yeah, it works I, because I, it, it's all about the money when it, when it comes to that. And it has to be pro- – the product has to be on the field if you're going to make those big splashes. And we made – you heard the big splashes over – over these past few weeks, with the with the lockout happening, of course, the big one, of course, with with Lucas's team with the Phillies signing Nick Castellanos, that was a big move for them to get themselves a bigger bat in the lineup. Um, you've also got the big Josh Donaldson signing. Schwarber. Yeah, Schwarber, too. Schwarber too, yeah, you got Schwarber too, and but but Donaldson going to the to the Yankees, that's going to bolster their lineup as well. Uh, but you know. I don't I, I didn't understand it either. Sat back and waited long enough to make any moves this offseason. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, do you, did you guys see? Did you see Brian Cashman's comments? <laughs> yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see what that what that letter what like this earlier today. Yeah, I and mean, with that letter coming yeah, out, what the league is going to have out with with uh, with them sign stealing, that's going to be interesting to see how that's going to play into factor too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I. I mean, I never, I never discredit whatever Brian Cashman does because I think he's he's obviously a, he's a great general manager. And he, you know, he's but but he but he was frustrated too. You think about it, Lucas. He was frustrated because of what happened with the Astros in seventeen with them sign stealing oh, yeah, and everything no, like that yeah, and taking away a championship. That. That's 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 a big thing. Right, but you still have. I mean, that was one year. The Yankees haven't. You know, they haven't. When, when was the last World Series? 2011? 2009? I, so. <laughs> I think so. That's about about that um, time. I don't know. I, I guess my my only gripe with the, the Yankees offseason, which I'm not a Yankees fan, but I, I thought the Donaldson move was kind of puzzling when when you look at what Carlos Correa signed with Minnesota. Like, you're telling me the Yankees couldn't do that? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I thought that was, it was just kind of surprising that I thought the Yankees were definitely going to make a bigger run at, at Correa mm-hmm. um, or even Trevor Baez or, or, yeah, or, right. or yeah, anybody. So. I mean, I, I would think as a Yankee, I mean, obviously not a Yankees fan. However, if I was, I, I would be upset by how long they sat back and they waited to make that move. I mean, they let the yeah. entire market form before. And they're the, you're the Yankees, they're not usually watchers. You know, they usually yeah, upset yeah, exactly. the market. Yep. They're a buy. They're yeah, more I, of a buyer. They'll, sure they'll, they would have been all in on Korea, and they're one of those teams that likes to just open up the checkbook and just whatever you want, we'll give you the whatever is needed. And you know, and you think about that lineup, it's gonna be it's gonna be a murderer's row in the American League East. But you know, 
you know, how loaded that East division is, like uh, like yeah, Logan yeah. and I were talking about, you know, they're just going to beat up on each other. That's the thing. So, and it sets up for other teams to, you know, seek in. Yeah. So, the better teams in the league. Preview of coming attractions, I don't think, I think the Yankees are missing playoffs. Oh, oh, he's diving into this already. He's diving into this already. And you might want to sip of that little courage juice that you're drinking there, buddy, because I have something else to say about that. But, you know, in, in regardings of the local teams, since we do, since the podcast is based out of Northwest Ohio, we'll start first and foremost with the Tigers up in Detroit. Uh, of course, the big signing of Javi Baez in the offseason was key. Uh, youth, youth is still strong with this team, with Spencer Torkelson and Riley Green. Uh, and you also have a veteran, veteran leadership in Miguel Cabrera there. You know, the Tigers are going to be an interesting team to watch, especially in the Central Division, because we already know, I think... It, I think we could all three of us can agree that, you know, one team is superior in this division and every other four, the rest of the four teams are pretty much, you know, you're, it's a toss up. It's a, who's going to be second, third and fourth and fifth. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I assume yes. the one team you're talking about would be the white Sox, um, which I, I don't think Minnesota is too far behind them. But honestly, I think uh, the white Sox, I, I think the white Sox are going to struggle losing Carlos Rodon. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they, they need a big year out of Giolito again. I mean, he's a he's a Cy Young candidate whenever he's on the mound. Um, but I mean, they're generally they're, they're a young team. You know, I I mean, obviously they have potential. I, I still think that Tony Larusa, <laughs> seventy seven <laughs> years old, by the way, seventy seven. Yeah, I don't know. That, but I, I absolutely think they, a preposterous move they made when they did that. Yeah, it's just so just so weird. <laughs> Um, but then Minnesota, you know, getting Correa, I think that's got to count for something. You know, he brings postseason leaders. You know, he brings leadership to the clubhouse and postseason experience. Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I would still say Chicago is right on top of the division. But I think Minnesota would be kind of right there. Um, I think it'll be closer than you think with Chicago and Detroit. I think Detroit's going to be all about ro- the rotation and if they can actually gain some consistency this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they can't start off slow like they did last year. I mean, you look at the rest of the season after the first month last year. That's a, I mean, that's a borderline playoff team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They started, they've done it the last the last few years. They dig themselves a hole. Uh, they're all too accustomed to doing that recently. Last three or four years, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, they, I don't think they, the youth's going to help that. Yeah, the, I think getting Eduardo Rodriguez, I think, was a huge help for the rotation. I think it takes pressure off of Stubel and Manning and uh, Mize. Um, but I mean, they they need a they need a lot. They need consistency out of the young arms. They need Mize to kind of really step up um, and take on more innings this year. You know, it's kind of a it's kind of a key. I mean, they have you know obviously Torkelson and Green. Like I think Riley Green, I think he's a dark horse for Rookie of the Year. Yeah. You know, whatever. <laughs> so I you know I, I don't know. So they're a young team, but I I, I love AJ Hinch. I, I think I'm, I'm an AJ Hinch believer. Oh, great manager. Yeah, one of the best. I, I I have him right up there in my uh, my AL Manager of the Year running. <laughs> so and I think this could be a testament to how good he is he can really turn around the Tigers. They've been in the dumps for a while now. And, you know, yeah. well, even I, last year, I, I mean, they, everybody had career years. You know, guys, they you had never really yeah. thought 
thought would blossom at all. So yeah, well, Cabrera had his best year in like probably four or five years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he has another one of those this year. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how much of that was trying to hit that home run uh, mark that he was going for. <laughs> but um, he, he, what is he off of the RBI? He's about. Uh, well, I forget off the top the of my head. My goodness, one of us has got to look it up. We're on the we're on the show here, but you know it's 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 going to be interesting to see what happens up in Detroit, especially with with all the young talent that they've got and the veteran leadership that they have with Cabrera and you know the great managing that AJ Hinch has. But then you have on the other side of the lake, you have Cleveland, new de- new decade, new era in in Cleveland sports with the Guardians now in play. But the problem is they did not go out and spend in this off season. No, it it was it was it was the basically the no, hold on hold on yeah. we'll get we'll get I'll get you I'll get you your say here in just a second Logan. Let me just get you to say here. You'll get your say here in just a second. Let me let me just tease this up a little bit. But the Guardians now coming in coming in to replace the Indians, of course, and the new with now I think a healthy Terry Francona. After all this health debacle that has been happening, you have a Jose Ramirez that's going to be now probably at near at or even better at 100%. But there's nothing there in the cupboards, unfortunately, for the Indians. I mean, they have gutted it out. They have sold everything, and they're not going to spend. And uh, I'm going to start with Logan on this because I know he has a he has a little bit of a beef with the Dolans. Uh, I'm going to let Logan lead off with the with the Indians' take on this one first. What's that? It's said Guardians, first of all. Guardians first. Yeah, go ahead. There, there you go. Um, well, first of all, it should be Spiders. Get that one out. Okay. <laughs> spiders, much much better. I wanted the Spiders, actually. I love, I like Guardians a lot, but I wanted Spiders. They were my, that was my first choice. There's <laughs> history there. I think that would work. Oh, man, where do you start with them? Like, $900,000 this free agency, which is... More than the athletics who have spent uh, zero. Um, they re they re upped uh, Shane Bieber at one year six mil, and I believe they also got Jose Ramirez on one year six mil. I mean, the cheapskates they don't want to extend either of them. I I really see a bright future without either of them. Obviously, I don't think the farm is built up as much as it should be for you know as. New- long as they've been hovering around mediocre for the last two or three years here. Lucas, you have a take on that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, it's unfortunate. Um, I I think the Dolans, I think they're going to sell within the next couple of years. Uh, I I, I can't remember the NBA franchise, but the NBA franchise owner bought like a a percentage of ownership in the, um, in, in the Guardians. And I I think he's going to pounce and take over in a couple of years. Um, and Gilbert? Which, no, it's not Gilbert. It's uh, I can't, I can't even think of it. I I can't think of. I think it's Charlotte. Charlotte maybe. Um, came out a few months ago. Hmm. He has like a I think like a twenty percent stake uh, in the Guardians. Um, but yeah, I mean I think that's for Guardians fans. Like that's you know it's frustrating their their lack of spending and and the fans. Uh, lack of faith that the Dolans are going to do anything with their homegrown talent other than trade them. Yeah, um, I'm just kind of, I'm just kind of waiting for the for the Jose Ramirez trade at this point. I mean, it's kind of or 
Bobby Bradley. I mean, who else you got talent wise in the starting lineup that you can trade? Bobby Bradley, yeah. Jose Ramirez. Right, and that's it. You know, uh, I mean, I, I mean, we're we're here in Cleveland. We're gonna go opening weekend, I think, uh, just to you know, just something to do. Um, go to the ballpark. But I mean, tickets are still for sale for opening day, which is a Friday. You know, you think everyone would be excited to go, but. I think there's a general thousands of empty spots for season tickets too. They're struggling. Yeah, yeah. There's a general uh, frustration among the entire fan base. I think the, the franchise is completely justified. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I don't blame them whatsoever. Um, and for, for the for the franchise itself, I'm, I'm sure it's it's got to be so frustrating to, <laughs> to have your fan base basically turning against you right as you switch your name and. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad like, time. Yeah. It's a bad time to do it. Yeah. So I yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting summer uh, in, here in Cleveland. But uh, they'll be having to do more dollar hot dog days, and you know the two, do the one two three <laughs> yeah, combos like they do guy. over the Monsters games yeah. to get people in the seats. I love those dollar hot dogs. You can only buy six of them. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I remember when they first started that it was twelve at a time. I just remember going to see them play Detroit and I just being pelted when the Tigers went up 10 to 1 on the Indians and I got pelted with hot dog wrappers up in the upper deck and I just I just stood up and took it like a man and took all the pelting from the hot dog wrappers. Thank God I didn't get hit with that shoe that got thrown at me at the same time too. So I mean that was that was that was great. But you know like I said it's 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 a tale of two teams that are on the lake. Detroit is starting to move up, Cleveland moving down, and then I get to what what I have to talk about, which is the Cincinnati Reds. It's the same thing as what I'm hearing uh, in Cleveland as what's happening in Cincinnati. It's absolutely nothing wants to be sold. They sold off the farm. Hold on, I know you got a stake on this, Lucas. Here, but here a second. You get rid. You lose Castellanos. You don't get. You don't resign. You don't resign him. You don't even give him an opportunity to resign. That's one big problem. Number two. You basically give up Jesse Winkler and and Suarez to the at for the to the Mariners for absolutely nothing in return. So you lose two big power hitters and an offense and an offensive player in 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 Winkler and a good defensive player in Suarez. The only question I have to that is with all that all that cap shedding from them, does this mean that? Joey Votto gets a long-term deal. Does he get the final deal for before he gets a before he actually decides? You know what? I'm going to retire as a Red. Or is it the t- time for the Reds to finally say, you know what? Maybe we're not going to win. Maybe we have to trade Joey Votto. That's the question I have. But the rotation for the Reds right now is really not that great. And you know, for me to have a you know, for me, I figured that they would go out and spend at the at the end of the lockout, but they didn't. And that's what really bothered me the most about this whole situation with the Reds. And it's just it's it's just bad. It's just really bad right now in, in the Queen City. And the, and, and yeah. back and, and, and they can't even sell out for opening day. That is a ticket that always sells out no matter what the situation is. They have over two thousand five hundred tickets still available before they start selling standing room only. For opening day, and that's against Cleveland. That is a big ticket for because you get the Cleveland fans and the Cincinnati fans. They battle for the Ohio Cup, but they're still has many fans left. Oh wow! That's for sure. Wow. I mean, that's I mean, 
the, the Reds and Guardians are facing the same dilemma where neither team wants to spend. Um, the Reds, I think, an utterly embarrassing offseason yeah. simply based on the A. Eugenio Suarez and Jesse Winkler trade. Um, they traded Winkler just to just to get rid of Suarez's contract. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's a huge blow to that clubhouse. I mean, I have to believe. Um, I, Winkler, he's a leader. He's, I mean, I, I like Suarez a lot, too. Um, Suarez defensively, and, and Winkler, he, you know, he has 35 home run power. Um, so yeah, definitely frustrating. I mean, you knew that the Reds weren't going to re-sign Castellanos long-term. Yeah. Um, obviously, they capitalized on his uh, career year last year um, when he capitalized on the open market. Um, and signs with your team, of course. Yeah. It's the big, the big, yeah, the big, I, the big deal. And, and, and for, but for me, the you know the the there is some positives out of Cincinnati. Of course, you've got the the uh, the NL Rookie of the Year, Jonathan India, who I think is a stud at, on the on the diamond on the defensive side. He also can hit pretty well. You still have Mike Moustakis, who can still hit the ball off, hit the ball off the cover, hit the cover off the ball pretty easily. Who's the outfielder that blew up with them, the young guy. Uh, uh Aquino. Kino is a good good Aquino. outfielder. Yep, Kino is a good outfielder. They they're going to rely on him as an everyday guy, and you know also you got um uh, Matsuyama that's out there as well too. That's going to be a key player for them as well. So I mean the defensive side of things is great, but if you look at the hitting wise, you've got Musakis and Vado, and those are your two power hitters. And Musakis is going to be a solid seven hitter, and then Votto is a four hitter. So, I mean, that's just what it is. What was that, Logan? Who are like, what, a combined 75 years old? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't even know Musakis was still in the league. Me neither. We got him. Look at the roster, and I figured that out. Yeah, Mike is still there. I mean, they're going to probably use him more as a DKH than anything else. I think Votto still plays at first base, but. You know, and I do. Uh, and I wanted to bring the attention to, to to Lucas because I know you're an NL guy. How do you feel about the going to a universal DH now? Oh, I I love it. I've been clamoring for that for years. Um, I think. I mean, <laughs> I, for me, like, what's the fun in watching a pitcher watching pitchers go out and hit a buck fifty? You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I think uh, I think the DH. I, I think the universal DH kind of helps. Um, it it kind of like broadens the the fan base of the sport, I think, because it's more exciting to watch now. When you have nine hitters in the lineup as opposed to eight hitters and a pitcher that's going to come up and ground out or you know the occasional single or homer. But you know, I, I think it's I think it's kind of a no brainer move. Um, well, I, I actually I kind of I wanted to stick in the AL for a second. I wanted to propose a question. For the both of you, um, prediction for let's do. I want to do it for, for NL as well. Well, let's do um, AL MVP, AL Cy Young, AL Rookie of the Year, Manager of the Year. Oh. Let's go AL MVP first. MVP. Hmm, that's a tough. Oh, he's breaking it out. <laughs> I mean, you gotta give him to the you gotta give him to the front runner. He is the front runner on this. I mean, but I also think, yeah, I know you got to do it. But I I think also you got somebody else in that in that organization that's coming off of being injured. I think Mike Trout's got a good opportunity to become the AL MVP as well. I mean, you can't count him out as well. 
Radon could do it too. Radon could do it three. too. They have three. If they stay healthy, which is a big if, I mean, it's the Los Angeles Angels we're talking about. So health might not be necessarily in the cards. But if it were, watch out, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, I would got say Otani. Otani. You got you got you going with Trout? Yeah, I'm going to go with Trout. Okay. I'll take Vlad Guerrero Jr. all day long. That is a good pick. That's a good pick too. That is a good pick. Uh, for Cy Young, I'm gonna say this, and I don't mean this really well, but I think Justin Verlander, fully healthy now. Coming back. Hasn't pitched in two years. Well, I know, but he he had the Tommy John surgery. He's had a full year of health, a full year off, off, and, you know, he has been pitching dominantly in spring training. And, you know, you don't take anything out of spring training, but, you know, how good he's been in spring training, I think there's a good opportunity that he could be the uh, Cy Young winner for the AL this year. Logan? You know, I, I want to say turn around and say Otani again. However, I don't see that happening. You know, I, I would think between uh, Lance Lynn, I think has a good shot at it. Astros have a very interesting rotation, like you were saying, that I think could produce like two, maybe three, like Cy Young candidates over there. Framber Valdez. Yeah. That's where I was going with that. Yeah, Framber <laughs> Valdez. Or the ones that I see being... They're going to at least be in the conversation. You know, Otani will probably be in there if he stays healthy, I would assume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe he stayed around 2.5 ERA last year when he was actually yeah. pitching. Otani is my pick. Okay. I just, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, last year was amazing, and I, I think his ceiling's even higher than he showed last year, both on the mound and at the plate. Um, I love that the that the yeah. league adapted the Otani rule. So now, you know, pitchers can, or, or what is it? Uh, he can if you come out of the game off the mound, he can still he can still hit for himself. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think like in the AL, like you have Otani that dual threat. Like he's, I think he's right there in. in MVP and Cy Young, Can't which is absurd. It's, mm-hmm. it's yeah. absurd to see a it's guy this good. I just I hate that he's on the Angels. I hate that Mike Trout is on the Angels. I, it's oh, going to ruin it's it. A yeah. Waste of talent. <laughs> wow. Like Mike Trout is thirty-one years old now, and it's how many? Does he have like one playoff game in his career? Yep. One playoff uh, game. It's it's so frustrating. I just uh, they deserve so much more. <laughs> All right, then you said for AL Manager of the Year. Manager of the Year and Rookie of the Year. Ooh, Manager of the Year. I think I think I'm gonna go with probably AJ Hinch. If that team does perform very very well, like the, like we're all thinking it is, I think he's got a really good shot of you know taking that young talent and with the veterans that they have and taking them into a prom to really to the prom not to the promised land but to becoming a dominant team to contend in that division yeah logan i think it's hench too i that might be the tiger's bias coming through here but he's 
got all the pieces in place to make it. I think potential deep run this year. I mean, it's going to take a few. However, he's got he's got the pieces, and I think he's just that good. Of, he's been that good of a manager in the past, and he's going to really show it this year. Lucas. Yeah, I. I can't argue. I can't argue. I, I do like AJ Hinch. Um, I also I really like Chris Woodward in Texas. Um, but my pick, I I just I feel really strongly. I'm going with Charlie Montoyo in Toronto. I Ooh. think this is okay. This is, I, <laughs> I'm kind of a good uh, team over there. They do yeah, have a good I'm team. Kinda, <laughs> I'm letting my uh, <laughs> my prediction slip through the cracks here, but I, I think <laughs> Charlie Montoyo. You know. Roll with them. Okay, and then rookie of the year for me. Oh, this is this is tough. I think Riley. I think Riley Green. If if he is dominant, I if if he's good, if he's good enough to hit major league pitching, he could be the MVP. I really Riley do. Green. Yeah. Okay. Logan. Sounds like some tiger bias. It's not tiger bias. I am not doing tiger bias here. I'm just saying the amount of time that he has had down in the minor leagues to face pitching like that, as well as how highly toted and how highly groomed he has been so far in the last few years with Erie as with as well as with here in Toledo. I think he can hit 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 pitching in the major leagues pretty well. And I think he could be, you know, a start like an everyday starter. In the near future, and I think he will be this year with the Tigers. What do you think, as compared to like Torkelson? Think he would have a chance, or he has an opportunity. I mean, they do. He has an opportunity as well, but you know, the the book is out on both of them right now. It really is. I mean, we don't know. They haven't had the full season of a full year to play in Major League Baseball. They've had the taste in September call-ups, but after that, you know, they had a taste. So can they do a, do it for the full length of the season, too? But they won't They won't to start. They'll be down here in Toledo doing minor league, and then they'll get the call-up once uh, injuries happen. See, that's where I disagree. I think you'll see them. In the, I think you'll probably see both of them on the opening day roster next week. Oh, okay. Look, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't know, at least I don't know what teams are going to play with the – play with the um, um, uh, what the heck do you call it <laughs> the major league options the um, play, uh, service time <laughs> yeah um, but no, I, I think uh, AL rookie of the year I think it's the easiest the easiest uh, race in baseball uh, to predict I think it's Bobby Witt Jr. in Kansas City all day long okay I think he's uh, he is I think he's the next star of the sport. <laughs> All right, perfect. Uh, I think he's he's gonna really gonna show show up this year. Yep. That would be my pick too. You be your pick yeah. too. Okay. After watching plenty of games, play probably about six where they played against Toledo. Uh, Kansas City's farm organization that is escaping my mind right now. Storm Chasers. There you go, Omaha. Yeah. Omaha Storm Chasers. He uh, up with uh, Bobby Wood Jr. Uh, he looked every bit the part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then Torkelson or Riley Green looked last year. Mm-hmm. I've got pretty good sample size for both of them, I feel, and they're all three of them. Yeah, Bobby Wood Jr., man. He's going to be, uh, I mean, you have to think the ceilings 
somewhere past, a little past, like, Tim Anderson. Yeah. He's going to be... I, I would... Lawrence and Anderson. I think that this guy is going to be one of those faces of the MLB going forward. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I think he's talent. Yeah. yeah, he has the, the... He can hit. His defense is awesome. I, yeah, I, I think he, he's, he's the total back... All right. Yeah. Well, we're... gold gloves, silver slugger. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. All right. Well, we're gonna take a second to pause and reset and get ready for the predictions. And um, and that's welcome back to the roundtable discussion of the MLB 2022 season right here on the All Andy Alfred Network. Uh, I have Lucas Sigerson as well as Robert Carr, Logan Carr. There you go. He got his full name in there so that he can get credited for it whenever it becomes available for the UT student body that he wants to share this show with. Um, Lucas was bringing up a point off camera about the uh, National League. So we'll go over the National League really quickly on who we think is going to be the rookie of the year, the manager of the year, the Cy Young winner, as well as the... uh, as well as the MVP, and uh, we'll start with uh, we'll start with uh, Logan first and foremost. Who do you have as your MVP? Man, I hate to go with the favorite again, but I mean, I think there's a clear two best players in baseball: one in the AL, one in the NL. It's got to be Juan Soto. Yeah, yeah, it's just got to be. <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna have any argument with that. I don't think. I don't have any argument there. I kind of agree with you on that one. Even the division, but they have the MVP. <laughs> oh, it's still dusting with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Juan Soto for the MVP. Yeah, the team is awful. I mean, they, they have Juan Soto, but they. I mean, I don't know. Let's try. Who else is out there for you? Who could who who? Yeah, I, mean, I can't even you can't even name anybody in their lineup. Yeah. Give me a second, I'll find it out. This is Howie Kendrick. This is one of the only teams where I'm in that tradition. I mean, that's a that's a garbage lineup. Besides him, Soto. I don't know, man. Yeah, I mean, you have Carter Keboom. He's a young guy. I mean. But yeah, I mean, Juan Soto really, and... Yeah. I mean, Zimmerman retired. Washington, right? Every professional Washington team is about the same boat. It's really what we're coming down to here. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Is there any city that has it worse right now other than maybe Detroit? Cleveland? Ah, the Cavs. The Cavs are going to make the playoffs. Yeah, uh, it's fun to watch. Only going to be the play-in game. Really, you know. Yeah. Playoffs but if, are the playoffs. Playoffs are playoffs. You, as long as you get your T-shirt, that's what it says. It NBA playoffs 2022 on it, you'll be perfectly fine with it. But well, they got Patrick Corbin still. Ah. Okay. 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 I see and that. We know. <laughs> that's a familiar. That's a familiar name. There's three. There's one. <laughs> Trostberg still there. Working, throwing under elbows or shoulders. Yeah. Still there. Still has a pulse. Going for him. Yeah, that's got. Alive. They got Nelson Cruz now, don't they? Yes, they do. Wow. 
They have Nelson Cruz. Yeah. There's your, there's your guy. Yeah. There's the Phillies competition in that division other yeah. than, you know, the other obvious than... defending world champion. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> so are we all pretty much unanimous on one set of Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think so. Oh no. Oh no, back don't, back. don't, don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, no. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Nope. Nope. Back to back, man. Ah, uh, no. Jesus. I mean, they, yeah. Yeah, really, they talked to the city of Chicago, at least, talked him up like he was just going to... I mean, I guess he won him. He won a title, so I, the power never came into fruition with him. But, but I wanted him just for the fact that he and Bryce Harper are, like, best friends. Yeah. I thought it was, like, a natural fit. Right, right, right. Bias in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cy Young, for me, for me, Cy Young, it's going to be... It, it, I can't go against Clayton Kershaw. I really can't. Oh, me? It's, it, I think he's. I think he's going to be with him being healthy now. I think it's a good, strong possibility. Uh, I, I, I think Clayton Kershaw's there. Podcast. What's that? <laughs> Don't make us boo you on your own. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just the moderator here. If there's going to be a Cyan candidate coming out of LA. It's going to be either Walker Buehler or Jose Urias. <laughs> okay. Like Kershaw, they gave him like a ceremonious like contract. Like, all right, yeah, you come back. <laughs> they only kept him because his buddy's the quarterback for the Rams. Yeah. True. Yeah, right. Like you probably like to stay in with your friend. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think so. Walker Bueller, I think he's a really popular pick. Obviously, Degrom and Scherzer. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like. Will DeGrom with the Cy Young probably do I do I have any argument against him? No, um, I'm try, I always try to be like I always try to be different. We try to think of like because I think like with Cy Young, like MVP, you pretty much know who the MVP is going to be, but then Cy Young kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, like last year, nobody like heading into last season, nobody saw Robbie Ray winning yeah. the AL Cy Young. Nobody saw Corbin Burns winning NL Cy Young. You know, mm-hmm. um, fantasy did my fantasy team so. Yeah. <laughs> However, so yeah, so this year I'm kind of sticking to the same grain, and I'm going in Milwaukee. Ooh. Um, shying away from Corbin Burns, though, I'm going with his teammate Brandon Woodruff. Okay. Okay. I think uh, I think that the, the Brewers rotation has the has the chance to be dominant. Uh, I think we saw that kind of last year and I, I love Craig Council. I think he's uh, right up there for manager of the year candidate. Um, I, 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 I like everything the, the Brewers are doing. I, I my only hope or my only hope for them is that Christian Yelich can return to MVP form uh, a couple years ago. He really blew up. I had him on my fantasy team and that was really nice. Yeah. 
last year he kind of crashed down to earth a bit, struggled with some injuries. And, um, but no, I, I think uh, I think Woodruff is a solid pitcher. I think he's got a high skill. So. Logan? Yeah, I mean, I'd like to make the funny pick here, which is uh, an NLE bottom feeder. So I think that would be... I, I think it'd be just about right that an NL bottom feeder wins MVP and also has two Cy Young um, contenders. I think that's a really, you know, all right. You get interesting outcomes like that <laughs> where you have a team that could easily finish fourth or fifth in that division. They're going to, I more odds on have the MVP. And I think with the Mets, I mean, who knows what the Mets, right? Yeah. So are you uh, taking DeGrom? Are you taking DeGrom? DeGrom? I'm not going to take DeGrom. I think DeGrom is the best pitcher entirely. However, I'm going to go Aaron Nola. Ooh. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Now, remember, we're, we have this on audio, so that when you when you want to look back in September, when this is all happening, you are like, what the hell did I just do? Bottom Peter comment a little offensive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is no, I, I'm yeah, right. Wow. I mean, I hope I hope Nola returns to the side young form. Yeah. I mean, I, ho- I hope Nola returns to the side young form. I mean, I hope Nola returns to the side young form. I mean, I hope Nola returns to the side young form. I mean, I hope Nola returns to the side young form. That's a good pick. I, I, I that was coming right out of left field. I was absolutely surprised by that pick yeah, right I, there. I going yeah, I thought so too. I really, or I thought he was going to Grom when he said the Mets. I said, "Oh no, please don't tell me he's going to Grom because everybody's going with the Grom right now." And then he goes and throws that name out. I'm like, okay, okay, I see you. I see you, Logan. I see you. Okay, so. Uh, for uh, the Cy Young? Yeah. I, I told you, Clayton Kershaw. Oh, that's right. I, I, I Kershaw. I have Kershaw. I mean, you have him on. And at least I'm not saying Trevor Bauer, okay? I, let's just say that. I am not saying Trevor Bauer, okay? Let's just say that, okay? And that's, a, that's a whole other debacle. We, we won't even discuss that. Yes, I did wake up this morning right next to my wife, and I said, you know what? Clayton Kershaw is the guy I'm picking for this year. Yeah, you guys are something. I'm taking Bartolo Colon. Oh. Off the couch somewhere. Off the couch. Somewhere down in the Dominican. All right. Uh, uh, manage, we'll go with the manager of the year. Who wants to take that one first? Uh, I can give a shot. Um, I I think it's going to be kind of a ceremonious pick, and I, they're not going to win the division. But I think Bob Melvin. I, th- I I don't know. Like you look at the you look at the collapse the Padres had last year. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think Melvin he, he brings that perfect blend of leadership and and knowledge, and you know he, he's kind of just going to like move you know mold the whole team together. I, I definitely, I, I, I don't know. He's kind of an interesting, he's in an interesting spot. I think the clubhouse really needs him. Um, I, I think 
Fernando Tatis Jr. for as much talent as he has, um, that dude needs to like he needs to grow up a little bit. I, it's I, I'm like man, he has so much potential, yep. and I, you know, I, I love him on the field, um, but I mean, he, he needs to stay on the field. And he struggled with injuries last year, and then you know he gets in that uh, right. it was like a motor bike accident or something. Mm-hmm. And they asked him. He's out there. Which months, one? So. Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> one? Like, oh my gosh. And then Bob was like, hey, he won't be doing that anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I can't so. imagine Bob Melvin kind of leading in him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, I think, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, my, uh, my, uh, my Phillies uh, defects, uh, Gabe Kapler, um, I think he kind of, I think the, the Giants, like, I, there's no rhyme or reason as to how they performed so well last year. Like, that shouldn't have happened at all. <laughs> um, it wasn't even an even year. I don't even know. Yeah, it was so crazy. And I hated yeah. seeing them lose in the in the, uh, <laughs> in the the wild or the play-in game. <laughs> to have such a great season and then fall to the Dodgers like that. Yeah. Um, but, no, I, I think the Giants kind of come down to earth a little bit. I mean, they're a bit older. Longoria is another year older. Um you know, Brandon Belt's not back yet. Um, so I think that kind of takes takes Gabe Kapler out of the running. Um, I, I, I like Craig Council a lot. Uh, defense, you know, kind of rotation and Christian Yelich to get back to form. I think he's up there. Um, I hate saying this, but fuck Showalter. I, I don't know what the Mets are going to do. They may yeah. see going to spend so much money. Um, but, you know, I, I don't know what the – the NL East is an interesting division, obviously. <laughs> Okay, so I've been debating this one. Okay, can we say about a franchise that hasn't hasn't been to the playoffs in ten years? Can we say to a team that actually has retooled themselves for this upcoming season? Can we say to a a manager that has World Series cap capability that can? I'm th- I'm going with Joe Girardi as my as my manager of the year this year. Oh yeah! Oh my God! You're going with who? Joe Girardi. Oh, kidding me? God. Look at look. All right, all right. Uh, let me just say, me. with the power, the lineup, <laughs> what you what you guys have, I I I don't see, okay. and that's and you're you're now you're seeing my hand being tipped. I'm sitting at the poker table, and you're just reading my eyes, and you know what's going to happen. Oh, no. What are you doing? I, I, but I, I really I really do. I really think with the acquisitions that they made, he can plug in the World Series capability that he has, he can bring to the table. He can honestly lead this team into, I think, a possibly a playoff run, possibly to the National League Championship game. You want to wear this hat? You want to try this? <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm just. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. I, 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 I applaud you, man. You've never, never. Uh, I don't go with like the simple picks from the Dodgers. I, I, I'm doing research on this, and you know. You should be worried by that. Yeah. It's only mean bad things. <laughs> Look, I, I spent, I spent all my off day today at my other from my other job, researching, and I just. It kind of, you know, it's, it's like that, like that, that from, from, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. This, 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 and this. It's finally, it all links together. Wow. Yeah, okay. Do you remember that process? 
You ever seen Rick Flair like, like, run down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> had the entire day off. And that's what you come up with. Fusion. I like Kershaw. I, I think he's going to be great this year. I think he's going to be fantastic this year. Okay? Do I see, you know, but we're looking at the manager of the year. And I think Joe Girardi is the guy, especially with all that. Don't mind, don't 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 say what I'm going I'm about to say, take it out of context, Lucas. All the egos which Schwarber and Cassianos and and Harper and all those three egos that are combining together. If he can gel that together, they they have something there. They really do have so something there. The Nobel Peace Prize if he pulls that off. Yeah, if he can get all three of those egos together. I don't think Schwarber is much of an ego. He is. He does. He does. He does. He does. He does. Cassianos. I. Okay. You want me to give you my Phillies rundown? No, 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 no. We we don't have all that time for that. Give me the synopsis. Two minutes spiel. Two minutes. Okay. So okay, the Phillies team they they fight. They gave Bryce Harper help, which he needed. Um, he had no hitters around him last year. Hoskins. <laughs> I mean, Hoskins moves the. He kind of crashed down earth. He needs to uh, rebound. Um, Real Muto still the best catcher in baseball, um, but not you know not the the power threat that that you kind of need to complement uh, complement Harper. You know, they lose the 24 home runs from the McCutcheon last year. Uh, he's gone. I mean, obviously, he was older. I, I didn't really care to have him back. Um, but but for the Phillies to, to, to go above the uh, the threshold and to, and to bring in Schwarber and then bring in Cassianos, um, I really credit Dave Dombrowski for making those moves. I think it was important to add offense uh, to, the, to the club. Um, my concern is... Their defense has not gotten better. It's arguably gotten worse. Castellanos <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, has never been a strong defensive player. Neither has Schwarber. And, I mean, they needed outfield help. I mean, they have Odubo Herrera and Matt Beerling to pair with Bryce Harper, like, heading, you know, as of a couple weeks ago. Um, so having Schwarber and Castellanos, I think that's it's going to help. Um, it's going to make the lineup cards tricky. Because, I mean, you have the DH to play with. Um and you're going to stick Harper and right. You don't want him to have to play every day. Mm-hmm. Um, who, are you going to, who else are you going to trust to play in right field? I mean, you're going to have to go with Castellanos, which I'm not, you know, not really excited about that. Um, but, but yeah, so the, the defense has suffered and continues to suffer. Um, but I think the Phillies' hope is that their offense will kind of keep them in games and like help them win the close games and and just kind of out, outplay their defense. You know, yeah. They have, Serious homer potential in the lineup now. Um, their lineup's a lot deeper. I think Segura is a dark horse to have a really good, strong season. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you, know, you have Segura, or you have Schwarber Segura leading, you know, first and second. Um, Harper third. Uh, Cassiano's fourth. Real Muto fifth. You know, I, it's it's a pretty deep lineup. Um, yeah, if you got Hoskins like at like seven or eight, good lord. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I mean, I, I do like the lineup. I, I worry about the, the fielding. Um, and I, I, I always worry about the pitching. As a Phillies fan, the, the pitching, the bullpen is always the uh, the bugaboo. I, I mean, they've added, I mean, Brad Hand, whatever's left of his 
arm. Jiris, <laughs> 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 Amelia, whatever's left of this. Like, they're just, they take projects. That's what the Phillies do. They take, like, old projects and try to, like, try to, to like, suck anything they can out of them. Um, I, I mean, hopefully the bullpen, I, that's the key right there. The, yeah. The Phillies are going to do anything. Um, yeah, their offense is going to come through, but then their bullpen is actually going to help close out some games. So, Sir Anthony Dominguez is back healthy now. Yeah. He's pitched great in the spring. Um, yeah, I, I, I and you got a clo- you got a team. solid closer there with with Corey Kubel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That, that that needed to happen. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see. I, I think I think this is the most optimistic Phillies fans have been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this could be the year the drought ends. You know, especially with the expanded playoffs. Um, I have them finishing second in the division behind Atlanta. Uh, I, I think Atlanta, I, I, Ryan Stinker just runs a machine there. Even even losing Freeman, I think. I mean, you still have Acuna coming back healthy. You still have Albies. You still have Swanson. I mean, you still have. Uh, well, he added a Olson to Austin the Riley. Yeah. yeah, Matt Olson is going to give you forty home runs. I mean, the, the team is loaded. Mm-hmm. I hate the Braves, but it, you know they're they're just they're going to be right there again. Um, do you, so I have Freddie Freeman there. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was so weird. It's gonna be so weird to see him in the Dodgers uniform. Yeah, it's um, disgusting, really. But yeah. I, I go back and forth with. So I have the Braves on top, but then the the Mets and Phillies. I think it's gonna be a really tight battle. Um, the Mets pitching is what I'm most afraid of. Yeah. Yep, that's where I'm at with that. Okay, so I guess with uh, with Lucas, since he's already diving into it, let's let's dive into it entirely now. And we'll go over our MLB predictions. I know, um, for me, I, I for me it was an interesting selections for me. Um, I know Lucas has already gone into the NL East, so we'll start in the NL some more. We'll go around the we'll go around the horn. Lucas has already laid out what he has already picked as his NL East teams. Uh, for me. I think in the East, it is the Phillies to win the division. I think they win the division. I think they get the job done. I think with the with the with everything that happens, I think they get I in. Love this guy. Um, I think Atlanta's. <laughs> in, I think I think the defending champions will be defending, but they will be they will they will be one of the wild card teams. I think Atlanta is one of the wild card teams. I think that they're. They're an interesting team to watch, especially with the loss of with Freddie Freeman losing. I think they lost lost a key bat there. I think it's going to be an interesting year with regarding of Atlanta. I have the Mets in third and having the last wild card spot. I have them as the sick seed. What? I have them as what? the final six seed in this. And here's, and I'll I'll get to why I say that here in a second. And then I have Washington. Oh and Miami. That's who I have it. I think because of the shortened year that we had in spring training, it's also going to affect a little bit of these longer, deeper rotations that actually, and the players that are chemistrying together. The Mets are there because of Lindor. Chemistry. I, I just think I just think they could get, I, I think you're going to have three teams in the National League East that are going to be making the postseason this year. And that's the Phillies clinching, winning the division, Atlanta and the Mets having a, wild card spots. In a league that has the Los Angeles Dodgers, the San Diego Padres, the Milwaukee Brewers, the St. Louis Cardinals, 
three of the six teams are going to keep going on. There's a few more. There's a few more before I'd even see the There was just two Giants. Wow. Okay. All right. I, hey. All right. Okay, Logan. I don't know where Logan, to go. Are, what are, you, are we just doing the NL East? We'll start. We'll, the, we'll go around the horn. We'll do the East, and then we'll do the Central, and then we'll do the West. We'll do the National League first. All right, Logan, it's your play. All right, NL East. Um, Marlins last. Although now that I say that, you know they'll find a way. Yep. They honestly, they were playing so pretty. Flashes last year of maybe being something that could be competitive this year. And I don't know with like Jeter dropping out and all that, if um, the Marlins will somehow have a resurgence this year. I honestly hope they do. I think uh, Marlins, I mean, I hope to keep that big stadium that they have and all that, that they can at least, you know, be decent and start getting some attendance. Because that really is. I mean, that's been a black eye in that region for a while now, mm-hmm. right? I mean, just their yep. empty ballpark. You got the big old, you know, billion-dollar, I mean, it's a beautiful stadium, and they can't fill it up. I, I would hope they'd finish higher than five, but I'm going to put them five. And then I see Nationals, Mets. Actually, Mets, Nationals, I mean, interchangeable, I think, at three and four. I don't think it's going to matter because I think that's going to be somewhere around the, the high 70s in terms of win totals. I think uh, Phillies and Braves are the next, so Phillies two, Braves one. I think that race will be closer than many people are thinking. Mm-hmm. I could see, I think the Braves are like a 94 and 96 range, and I think, the, uh, I think the Phillies ought to be pretty close to that as well. Wow. Wow. Coming off the uh, 80, 81, and 81 season. <laughs> See, everybody's putting putting their eggs in the basket when it comes to the Philadelphia yeah, Phillies. I'm that. telling you this, Lucas. Wow. That's, I'm impressed. I, I, I think yeah. Schwartz. See, I, I've had a love-hate relationship with Kyle Schwartz. So I, I uh, you know, obviously, what he did to Cleveland. However, I think uh, the way he was hitting the last few years, he just oh, comes man. out with straight yeah. power, man. I mean, with everybody else you got in that lineup, especially adding Nick Castellanos, too. I, that team, I mean, they could be far better than us. We might not even be giving them enough credit. I mean, the pitching just has to be there. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, let's take yeah. a look at the – I'm going to start with the Central in the National League. I think it's – Well, you did yours. You announced yours. <laughs> you went right into it. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> you went. Yeah. Okay. Braves, Phillies, Mets, Marlins, Nationals. Okay. Yeah, and you went into it earlier, so we, so that's why we had to break the ice because you were already talking about it. Yeah, I, all right, all right, boys. Central Division in the National League. I think Pittsburgh is a rebuilding team. They're going to be in the last place. Still. I thought you were saying Pittsburgh was first. I was like, oh my god, I would have left the chat I, here. <laughs> you would have left the <laughs> chat. You would have left the chat. I'm I'm going off of, I'm going off of Logan because he he started off in in the in the bottom. So I have Pittsburgh in last. Unfortunately, this year I have I have my Reds down at the bottom. This year I don't think the they're going to be contending all that much. Um, I think the Cubs are going to be somewhat decent. There will be there'll be good sparks in them, but what's the left in the cupboards? They basically sold everything out. They're gone. They've gutted out. They're going to be rebuilding. 
I think they're going to be down in the in the third position. St. Louis is going to be in second, but I have the Brewers winning the division in the Central, and I think they win that pretty easily in the Central Division. I don't think I don't think with the acquisition of Albert Pujols going back to St. Louis and him and Yachty and Wainwright all ending their careers together. I think that's what's going to happen this season. All three of them are just going to make it a big farewell tour. I don't yeah, think that they're not going to lead them into winning going into the postseason. I think they just get there, but they won't be a wild card contender. I just have one team out of the Central Division, and that is the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, I agree, actually, 100% with the order you had. Pittsburgh, last, Cincinnati, Chicago, St. Louis, Milwaukee. Hey, Milwaukee's probably going to be, you know, they're in that 94, 96 range as well. Uh, St. Louis, probably, right? Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty safe to assume there. Uh, the Cubs could be interesting. I think they might actually be worse than we're all saying here. Yeah. Uh, Cincinnati, I, I don't know where the morale is there in Cincinnati, given what's transpired this offseason. Yeah. So. And, and just to clear, give tough. you give you an perspective, we'll ha- we're doing over-unders here in just a little bit on the show. Uh, just to give you a taste, the Cubs over-under is at 73 and a half. And then, the, and then here's the kicker, though. The Reds are at 79 and a half. Yeah, I'm seeing that. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm taking an over on uh, Chicago and under on 70. Okay. Yeah, there'd be a real time giving the 79. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Generous. Lucas? All right. Uh, yeah, I, I have the Cardinals winning the division. Um, I really like Milwaukee. I, I've, I've said that. I like I love Kirk Council. I, I love Yelich. Um, I, <laughs> I have Brandon Woodruff winning the Cy Young. Um, but I, I think... Uh, St. Louis, I think you're going to have some. We're going to be in a groove. I think uh, I was listening to uh, Nolan Arenado talk uh, at MLB Radio uh, yesterday or the day before. He was talking about the addition of Pujols, and I, I think that's really going to um, work in the in the clubhouse. Um, I think Arenado. I think he's really. You're going to see him. be uh, right up there in, in possible MLB vote or um, MVP votes. Uh, range, I think uh, another key with the with the Cardinals is pitching. Uh, Jack Flaherty, you need him to be healthy. Uh, he can, you know, he's such a talented young pitcher. Um, I, I think it's it's going to be a tight battle between St. Louis and Milwaukee. I won't be surprised if he, whichever of the two teams wins the division. Um, so I'll go like St. St. Louis one A, Milwaukee one B, um, then I have the Cubs, the Reds, and the Pirates in the basement. Okay. Poor okay. pirates. I know. You know, you know, they've been in the basement. They've been in the basement for a while. You don't you know, no, ever since the eighties you can't you can't do that. Since ninety four you can't do ninety four you can't do that to the to the pirates. They've had they've had their time in our lifetimes, so in our lifetime, that was five years before I was born. I know. <laughs> My lifetime. My lifetime. And I'll last you you ready to fire diamondbacks? You want me to go first, or do you want to go first? Who wants to go first on the West? You. I want you to go first. Okay, last place this year, I have the Colorado Rockies. I don't think the Rockies, I don't think that they're in a retool. Same way with Arizona. I have Arizona just a little bit higher up. I think the rotation is going to be good there in 
but they're going to sell it out when it comes to the trade deadline. I think those if they're going to be a contending team, I think they're going to sell out. Or by the trade deadline, they're going to be more of a seller so they can get rid of the cap. I have San Francisco at three. I think that they're decently put together. But the two teams I think that could win the division are either the Dodgers or the Padres. But both teams, I think, get a both teams get a playoff spot. I think the Dodgers wins the division. I think the Padres get a wild card spot. So that's how I have it. I have Dodgers, Padres, two teams for the wild card, Giants, Diamondbacks, Rockies. Very legit. So, I'll go a little off course. However, I see Arizona last. Uh, soft spot for Arizona, certainly. But, um, I mean, they have a good in the last. Man, since they got rid of AJ Fox, five, six years. I love Tori Lavulo. I think he's a great man. Yeah. I just don't think the talent's there yet. They're a young yeah. team. At least Don't be in Yeah. Uh, Colorado at, at four. Uh, I'm putting San Diego at three. Ooh. I think that that team, although have, they have players that I like a lot, Tatis, Machado, I think we're going to see a lot of what we saw last year. I think the um, maybe the chemistry isn't there. I mean, I just really couldn't place it last year. Other than the injuries, it still felt like they had a – roster that should be. Mm -hmm. However, they were hovering around mediocre. I didn't see them last year. So, I just think uh, the Giants better. I think if any division is to have three teams somehow with this new playoff format, I think it would be the NL West. I think that's a pretty obvious choice in the NL. Uh, The Dodgers... They'll probably win 100 plus. I mean, yeah. We've seen this story many times now in the last decade, so, or the last two decades. Mm-hmm. So we'll, uh, there. I don't really care for the way that, that they've kind of changed baseball in that matter, where, you know, you buy up everybody all at once. Right. But uh, it's worked for them, so I also wouldn't be surprised to see them holding the. He's leaving it at that, folks. Leaving it at that. Lucas? Yeah, I got Dodgers number one, Padres two, Giants three, Rockies four, Diamondbacks in the basement. Okay. Logan, with with Longoria being out for six to eight weeks with the Giants, do you think that's going to play a factor to them not having that key, key of a bat for them? I'd be surprised to go to find someone. Yeah, I'm surprised by that. They'll yeah. find someone. They'll f- they'll find someone. Fill that role. They'll find it. If there's any organization I trust, it'd be the Giants are one of the best in all professional sports in the last you know twelve years. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right, so since we're done with the NL, we'll go over the over-unders on some of the teams. And you just want – I'll just throw the numbers out there, and you can say over or under on this. So Atlanta is projected to have 89.5 wins. Is that going to be over or under, boys? Over. over. I agree. Over on that one. 
Uh, let's see here. Ah, oh, here we go. Arizona's at 65 and a half. I agree over. I think it's a 68. 68 win team? Yeah. Boy, sounds about right. All right, we talked about it. The Cubs, 73 and a half. Over, easily. Lucas? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go over. I'll go over, too. Reds at 79 and a half. Under. Yeah, under. I agree. I'll say under, too, unfortunately. 79 even being what they're given is shocking. Yeah. Like that seems like a shockingly high amount given what's going on over here. Colorado's at yeah. 67 and a half. Sounds about right, too. Um, I'll just say it's slightly over. Slightly over. I, you know, I like that. Slightly over. Maybe two more wins than the projected. Because it seemed as if they were heading into a total rebuild. You know, they, they lose John Gray. They, they lose Trevor Story. I mean, it's so weird. Because, like, they're, they're trying to win. But th- this was the same same thing they did two years ago when they gave Arenado the big extension. And then not even a year later, like, hey, can we trade you? <laughs> like, I... I think it's it's so weird that they try to convince themselves that they're they're going to win. Um, then you're going to see them. I, I guarantee within the next two years they're going to be trying. They're going to be like begging somebody to take Chris Bryant's contract. Yeah. Yep. Um, I, I don't know. I just I would take the under. Take the under. Okay. Dodgers are at ninety four and a half. Over under. <laughs> Ooh. That's a hot take. I'm gonna go over. I go over too. Milwaukee is 88 and a half. I'll say over. Over. That's going to be highly contested, mm-hmm. honestly, between them and St. Louis. I think they're going to be right there, like 92, 93 win, dude. Logan? You there? Oh, I cut out? Yeah, you cut out. You didn't say over or under? Yeah, over. Over? Okay, over. All right, and we'll go with a couple more here. Pirates are at 64 and a half. We're going to say over a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said third. Okay. And one more. Cardinals at 85 and a half. I think that's going to be an over. That's a tough one. Yeah, that is tough, but I believe in them, I guess. All right. Over, but barely. Yep, all right. Well, you talked about the National League. Let's dive into the American League right after this message. As we are talking MLB baseball tonight right here on the All Andy Alford Network on on this evening, Lucas Sig... Yeah, it used to be 2-3. It used to be on YouTube. You Clay fan 2-3. Yeah, that's what it used to be. Now it's on the Anchor Network. I'm getting paid today to do this, brother. Uh, that's what I like to, t- like to do. Uh, but uh, we just went over the National League. Um, we're going to go into the American League now. This is going to be an interesting discussion, I think, in my opinion. Um, 
Boys, do you want to do the predictions first? I will go over to, you know, we'll start with Lucas on this one. Which one do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the East, Central, or the West? Uh, I, I don't know. Let's, let's start with the West and work our way up. Okay. I think that's where the intrigue is. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I would disagree. Um, but anyway, so, okay, so AOS got Houston, number one. Um, I mean, I guess the only question, can they keep the gel? You know, without Correa, which I love Dusty Baker. Um, and I think he will, he will always be the most underrated manager in the game, like, <laughs> for as long as he manages. Um, yeah, I got them number one. You got Texas number two. Um, Whoa. I, I, guess, I guess Seattle Whoa. number three. Whoa. And Seattle number three. Whoa. LA number four. And Oakland in the basement. I. I, I, I love I love Otani I love Trout but I just I don't believe in the Angels even with Joe Madden I just I, I don't know I just don't believe in them. <laughs> I'm just sitting here shocked at what you just said. Oh, okay, Mister Kershaw. <laughs> I'm just shocked at what you just said. Why? Uh, because I have I have a different of opinion. Okay. Okay. I have you. Okay, I do agree. I do agree. I think Houston does win the division. I do think they win the division. Okay. However, I have I have the Angels in second. I have the Angels in second and with with the last wild card spot. Wow. And then I have Seattle and then Texas and then Oakland. Really? See, I think Texas, they spent a lot of money. Yeah, I, I agree. I think Texas went out and spent some money, got some key pieces, but they're not going to get over the hump. I, I just really don't think that they get over the hump. If you look at that with Texas, I mean, they've spent, what, $1.5 billion yeah. in the last just <laughs> two years? Yeah. If you include that stadium, actually, it's probably $1.8 billion. I mean, yeah. That's an ownership group that wants to win. And I, exactly. I, give them credit. I give them credit for competing with the big dogs, you know. I mean, they got a taste. They got a taste of it a few years ago. I just don't think th- this year uh, they want. They are all in. They're putting their chips all in, and I just don't think that they have the hand to deal with them. I think. I think they got a two seven on their in in their Texas Hold'em hand, and they they don't have they don't have anything. They they're sold up the river for it. That's really what I think. Logan. Yeah. So the way I see that, I think Texas could be about. About what we got out of the Padres last year, It'll be a lot, a lot of talk there. It'll happen some injury or such will derail this season. They're they're going to start off better. Uh, I think um, they'll start off hot and then something will happen. They'll fizzle out. I mean that's just the, how Texas has always been, at least in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Other than those, you know, the two times they had what two title runs? Yeah, where they. Yeah, two title runs. Pretty predictable on the way that their season goes. So even with this more than half a billion dollar investment just in players alone, I think they come in, they'll come in for it. I, I don't even want to talk about Oakland. I think what they're doing is embarrassing. I, I think at that point, you just need to, you need to leave Oakland, whether it's going to San Jose or moving to Vegas, get them out of there. It sucks for Oakland. It's at the great sports city. But yeah. Yeah. they are better off, especially with how old. 
Jacko or whatever they're calling it nowadays. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're playing in a dump. They're getting rid of all of their players uh, that are worth anything. And they've spent... Go to Chipotle right now and spend more money than these... <laughs> and they want a new stadium. And, and they want a new stadium. No. In Las Vegas, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. Um. Oakland, Texas. Unfortunately, uh, Angels. Hmm. Mariners have a really good shot at being third team. Houston wins probably by wins in that division. Okay. But I think talking to sound the Seattle Mariners come about um, early September when they're make, really making a play. Mm. Okay. That's okay. a good story. Lucas? Uh, yeah, I, I did mine. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You did yours already, so... Are we doing the central now? No, we can do the central, or do you want to... Let's save the central for last. Let's go to the east, because this is, is for me, where the majority of this playoffs are going to be coming from. I think think that this season, with this new playoff format, you're going to see something that you haven't seen in our our entire lifetime, I think, in my opinion. You're going to see at least... You're going to see at least three teams that are going to be slugging back and forth against each other, knocking each other around, but the, that's the premier division in all of baseball. I think you have a great case. Now, the bottom feeder, of course, will be the Baltimore Orioles. I think the Orioles, they're just a... They're just becoming the laugh of the of the AL East. You know, they can't win games against the Yankees at home at Camden Yards. It's a damn joke that they are going to be the bottom feeder. They're going to and they're probably not even going to win any games in their division to say to say anything because of how good the four other teams are in that division. I have Tampa on Tampa is fourth. I like what Tampa has done in the past. Yes. I have them at 4. Okay, I have them at four. I just think that, you know, they're 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 building something good there. And if this playoff division stays the yeah, same, the, if this playoff division stays the same for the next for the years the, on, for the hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish what I'm saying here, okay? I think that they're going to be a contending team later on down the road, and there could be a possibility of having all five, all five, fourteen, all three teams being from that. From that uh, from that wild card team, they could be from that East. It could it could hit, clearly happen. But I have the Red Sox in third and getting a wild card spot. I think Boston is still coming off of what happened last year. I think that they can really continue their momentum towards the building up. I have the Yankees in second, which means yes, I do have the Toronto Blue Jays winning the AL East this year. I have the I, I I like I like that they picked up those two key pieces from the Yankees. I think Guerrero Jr. is going to be absolutely fantastic. I mean, what else to say, boys? I think Toronto's Toronto's a, a circle team that honestly, in my opinion, could contend for a World Series this year. I, I don't think that's a bad. How funny would it be if a Canadian MLB team won it before the uh, Canadian NHL teams won it? Yes. <laughs> I mean, shit, it happened with the NBA. It happened with the NBA with the Raptors. So why not with the Blue Jays? 
Um, Logan? Baltimore clearly last. I, Baltimore, um, Oakland, Pittsburgh, those two, those three are really going to be battling it out for the worst in the league. Uh, and fortunately, those teams have become, I mean, not really Oakland. Oakland's been decent. They just sold everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, Baltimore and Pittsburgh, that's an all too uh, common place that they found themselves in. About the last decade now. Yeah. Um, so, this this gets real tricky here, because I mean, four teams out out of this vision, I could re- I, I I could reasonably see any of them winning ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Boston, Tampa, Toronto, Yankees. I any of those four, I could easily see ninety. I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. So, yeah. I think. Out of the four, the team I would trust the least, at least for this season, I'd put Boston at four. Ooh. I would put the Yankees at three. I think what I think they're gonna kind of be punished for waiting and only settling on Donaldson, right? I think they should have taken charge and done the Yankee way and gotten Correa. Or even tried to get story. Even though they have Anthony Rizzo? The Yankees, yes. man. Yeah, even though they have Anthony Rizzo. Rizzo's how old now? 32, 33? Judge. 32. Rizzo. Donaldson. Judge strikes out too much. Donaldson. Donaldson's 36 years old. 36 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Is Stan still with them? They don't have a pitcher behind. They, do they don't have Stan, a pitcher yeah. behind Garrett Cole. Stan strikes out even more. Um, yeah, the rotation's weak. It's not in the... I, I, can, I think you could easily reverse put Boston at three and the Yankees at four. Like, I think those two fan bases won't handle that. <laughs> they won't handle that well either. Trust me. Come uh, September when that's what's going on there, they're fighting for three and four. That'll be tremendous content on the, uh, on the Twitter app for sure. <laughs> I think this will be uh, Booney's last year. Ooh, that's a hot take. Don't run him, him out of town. Yeah. Uh, so, then you get a real tough one here, Tampa or Toronto. I think I'm in agreement with Andy where I, I put Tampa 2, Toronto 1, I think. It's time for uh, Vladdy. I think he could potentially be at that MVP caliber. He'll be pushing a – I mean, he was at that MVP caliber last year. Mm-hmm. If Otani, really... he would have won. <laughs> yeah. And if again, Otani wasn't Otani. Yeah. Yeah. If Otani wasn't playing baseball, Vlad Guerrero would be the best player <laughs> on the planet, right? <laughs> but like... yeah, that's that's what I got. Okay, so you okay. Lucas? Yep, so uh, a couple of just a couple of interesting tidbits with the uh, AL East. So last year the reason the Rays were so dominant, they against the Baltimore Orioles. Do you want to guess their record against the Orioles all of last season? Who? Who was it again? The Tampa Bay Rays against the Orioles. Mm, I say they're at least five hundred. Probably so seventy-five percent of their. I would have to say they might have won all of them. Yeah, they were nineteen and one. <laughs> oh, oh. 
against Baltimore last season, uh, that's nineteen ridiculous. and one. Oh, and that's and so the key for this division this year, I, I Baltimore they're still the bottom feeder, they're still the basement team, but it, it just goes to show that they have like. If you want a chance in this division, you have to play your guys against Baltimore. You have to beat them. I, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's baseball. Anything can happen. The best team can beat the worst team. The worst team can beat the best team. You know. Uh, but I, it just goes to show, like how you know Tampa Bay nineteen and one against Baltimore, and look at how dominant they were. Um, and then the other tidbit, the other really interesting piece of information. The Toronto Blue Jays are the youngest team in all of baseball. Mm-hmm. They have one of their of their projected thirteen position players to at the, an opening day of their thirteen projected position players. They have one player that's over the age of thirty, and that's George Springer. Which would be perfectly fine with him being the only one, right? <laughs> Leadership. And you you look at Vlad Jr., you look at Bo Bichette, you look at Teoscar Hernandez, you I mean you just you, you look at Matt Chapman who they traded, you know, they got from Oakland. Um I the 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 the, the core, the nucleus of this team is absolutely bananas for being as young as they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I have them number one in this division. I have them with the best record in baseball. Okay. Um, I have Tampa number two. I have Boston number three. New York number four, and Baltimore in fifth. Um, I think the Yankees. I I, did, I don't like their off season. Um, I, I think this is Booney last year. I don't like the Donalds. I mean, Donalds is going to give them some pop, but still, he's thirty-six years old, and I don't think it's, I don't think it was a very inspiring move. And you had Carlos Correa sitting there, uh, begging some team to give him a contract, and he signs a three-year deal with Minnesota. <laughs> I think if you're a Yankees fan, you're like, why, why did we give Carlos Correa a three-year deal? Because they don't want they, the Yankees. They I don't think they want to give out the long. They're not going to give out a ten-year, thirteen-year contract. Um, you know that they. That's just it. Just doesn't fit within their timeline, uh, which I'm really interested to see because this is Judge. This is Aaron Judge's last season yeah. of his contract. What are they gonna do? You know, I I mean, I don't think he's worth. Give, I don't think you should give him a long term yeah. contract because I just I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in him as, as a, I know he's homegrown talent. Uh, the Yankees don't usually have that um, these days, but I, I just, I really fear that they're going to give him a six or seven year contract and it's going to bite them in the ass. Yeah. Um, just like taking out the stand contract and they got him from Miami. Everyone was excited, but now look at it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I think the Yankees are kind of an interesting spot. I, I'm not very high on them. Uh, Boston, I mean, Alex Cora, I mean, you can't deny what he's done as a manager. Um, bringing in Trevor Story, I think that, I think I was kind of, key move. Uh, I think Raphael Devers is an MVP candidate. Um, you know, Story agreeing to play second to keep Xander Bogarts at short. Um, I, I like their middle infield. I think it's hard to argue against that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, pitching, I mean, what are you going to get from Chris Sale? You don't know. I mean, Nathan Eovaldi, opening day starter, okay. 
you, know, you lose uh, uh, Rodriguez to Detroit. Um, pitching kind of so-so. Uh, and then Tampa, I mean, Tampa's right there. Um, I can easily see. I can see Tampa winning the division again. You know, if, if it's not Toronto, if Toronto doesn't pan out, um, I'm always one to jump on a young team. Uh, I, yeah. I love young. I, I always, always like thinking about uh, play. No matter the sport, I follow. I want. I, I always side with players who have their best game in front of them. Right. You know, who, whose best baseball is in front of them, and I, I think that's that's Toronto's lineup up and down. Um, and then you have Tampa, Wander Franco. I mean. He could win an MVP, and I would not be shocked whatsoever. Um, the dude yeah. is absolutely absurd. Um, so yeah, I, I think this this division is is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, and you, I, I had to do some research really quickly, and they looked at the rotation for the Red Sox. Chris Sale is not in the rotation for the Red Sox. Yeah, well, he's not healthy. Yet. Yeah, they've got Navaldi, Panetta, Holvac. Waka and Rich Hill. That's your five. That could be potentially good tough. or dangerous. Pull, pull the Yankees rotation. Yankees rotation. Okay. Uh, no, I don't know if cool. that. <laughs> cool. What do we got? <laughs> uh, Yankees rotation. Uh, okay, okay. Rotation. Garrett Cole. Jordan Montgomery. Luis Severino, Nestor Cortez, Jameson Talon. There's three good pitchers. Montgomery's there. Severino's okay. But, you know, the one got me the most. can't stay healthy. Tyon can't stay healthy. Yeah. I was looking at the Rays, Rays rotation, too. They got McCallahan as their number This is their ace of their staff for the Rays. And then you got Corey Kluber as the number two starter for the Rays. Oh, I forgot about that. And do Rasmussen, Man. Yarborough, and Panetto is for the Rays. Young. Young. Young guys. And, you know, Kevin Same. Cash, best manager of baseball. Yep. <laughs> but then you look at, you look at the, 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 the Blue Jays like we were talking about, Burroughs, yeah, Guzman, Burrios, yeah. Guzman, Engine Ryu, Ryu. Yeah. These guys, I mean, they're good. They're, they're pitching. Their lineup for as young and talented as they are, I think their pitching staff would really be the difference maker. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, it's in that division, you need to have pitching. And huh. they have the deepest rotation of the bunch. Okay, so then that leads us into the – talent on offense. <laughs> okay, that leads us now into the American League Central, which is a very interesting division. Of course, led by a lot led by right now probably one of the the top team and I think we could probably all agree on the number 1 team I think in my our opinions and I think that's going to probably be the Chicago White Sox. Can we all agree on that situation? Yeah. I think so. L- it's just to see who's going I mean, to be I mean, after. I think Minnesota's. I think Minnesota's right there. I think Detroit's not too far behind Minnesota. I think Detroit's got more of a chance than you give him credit for. Okay. Yeah. So 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 we'll we'll start with you, Logan. Who do you have underneath the White Sox winning the division? Uh, Kansas City and last by a uh, probably a favorable margin. Okay. Uh, really? Okay. 
the battle between them and Cleveland. I like. So this is selfish. However, I want to be forced in my best interest, even though they are my team, for the Guardians to just stick up the joint. Maybe they'll sell off Ramirez. Maybe they'll sell off Beaver. I think in the grand scheme of things, that might be what it takes to get the Dolans out. So I'm torn because Cleveland's roster, they're far more you would think would be the second best in that division. But I'm going to go Kansas City 5 or Minnesota 3 than you think second. Okay. Okay, so you have Detroit. The division has the potential to be a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It's a messy division anyway in some aspects. Lucas, what's your uh, what's your take on the Central Division? Yeah, I got Chicago, Minnesota, Detroit, KC, Cleveland. Okay. I, mean, I, think, it's, I, I, I think I don't know. I mean, I, I've already I know the Bobby Witt factor. Um, I think I think he's gonna keep KC out of the out of the, the basement. Um, I think he's kind of gonna spark spark and, and Salvi Perez as well. You know, I I, I don't know. He's like getting up there, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Oh, he is, but but as, but as far as a, a leader in the clubhouse goes, um, I mean, there's no denying his. Oh yeah, his, uh, one of the best out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. easily. Boys, you're gonna be. Um, yeah. uh... Cleveland is just so uninspiring. It's you know. Boys, I yeah, think you're gonna be uh, you're gonna be shocked in this for me from yours truly. Uh, in last place this year, I have the uh, the Guardians in last place this year. I don't think not that I'm not. I I have Kansas. I have, I have Kansas City is in fourth. I think that the acquisition of Zach Greinke to that rotation is going to help that team from being a bomb cellar dweller. That's so, right. He, he went back home. I yeah. Greinke is a road. You look Greinke, Keller, Singer, Lynch, and Boobneck. That's a good rotation. And then you got Bobby Witt Jr. there in the offensive up with well as well as Witt Mirrorfield. Salvador Perez. You also have Carlos Santana. That's a big bat there too. Andrew Benintendi. Oh, man, what thirty-eight year old Carlos Santana? Well, I mean, it's better than better than anything <laughs> else. Remember he, he, he did a cup of coffee with the Phillies. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so I so Cleveland, Kansas City, and then I have Minnesota, and then Detroit. I have Detroit in second spot, but I have the. There's no other team that will win. In that divi- that that division that gets a wild card spot, in my opinion, Tigers potentially. No, I don't. I really Tigers. don't. I don't think so. I don't. Tigers are back. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't taste me. Don't taste me with that. Let's do the playoffs. Give me all right. We got six seeds in each in each league. Oh, let's do let's do the over unders for this division first, with the league first, and then we'll get to the playoffs. Cause that's oh, that's quick uh, Let's go. okay. Quick hits. Baltimore sixty one and a half. Under. 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 Boston eighty five and a half. Mm, over. I'd say over too. Logan. How about I'll take even. I'll take eighty five. Ooh, okay. He's taking even. That's a shocker. Uh, White Sox at ninety one and a half. I think that's a little bit over. I think that's perfect too. Hmm. 
Here's where they got. Here's where they get you, Logan. Right here. The Detroit Tigers are at seventy-eight and a half. Over. That, over. That's way over. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I could see. I could see. I mean, it's gonna be. I, I don't know. I think like eighty-two, eighty-three, maybe. Okay. Uh, Astros at ninety-two and a half. I want to say over, but I almost go even money. I I don't know. I think them losing Korea has got to mean something. Yeah. I think that's slightly under. Slightly. Just slightly under. Slightly. I think that division is going to be really tight. Yeah, it is. Houston and Texas and Seattle. Logan, what do you have? Over or under on the Astros at 92 and a half? say over. However, number feels pretty good. So I'm going to go a bit under, too. A bit under? I'm thinking 90 or 91. Okay. Uh, okay. Angels are at 83 and a half. That sounds about right. Yep. That sounds about right, too. I mean, that sounds... That sounds about right. Uh, Yankees are at 92 and a half. Under. Under. <laughs> All day long. Uh, I'm pounding under with like a hammer. Like a comically large hammer. Yeah. Can, I, can, you, can you put $100 for me, I wish. <laughs> Throw a bucks in there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the border to Michigan and bet on that. You can come on up. <laughs> come across. Uh, two, we'll do, we'll do, we'll do two more. Uh, uh, the Mariners are 82 and a half. I say even two. The Mariners. You say under? Scary, scary. I'm saying over. Oh, okay. Damn, wow. Yeah, I, I can't go the over on that. And but the Mariners, I'm confident. And then, fi- then finally, finally the Blue Jays at 91 and a half. Over. I say over two. Over by like yeah. 10. I think they're the, best, uh, the second best team in baseball. Ooh. Yeah, over. Oh, Okay. All right, so now that leads us to the playoffs. Situation with the playoffs, of course, six teams make the playoffs this year. Three, the top three division teams will get in, and then three wild card teams. Uh, like I said before, like I said before, uh, no particular order. You know, like I said, I have the the Blue Jays as one, Astros at two, and White Sox at three. I have Yankees at four, Boston at five, Angels at six. Yankees aren't gonna make it first. I'll put that out there. Okay. Um, Toronto won. Houston at two, Chicago at three. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, like, <laughs> I like Seattle at five. Okay. Don't like Kelly. Kelly. Six. I'm sorry. Who's at six? Detroit at six. Oh. 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 
All right, Lucas. Toronto 1, Houston 2, Chicago 3, Tampa 4, Texas Rangers 5. Ooh. Man, Boston Red Sox 6. Okay. I I respect that. You have three three teams out of the out of the uh, east. That's easily see that pretty good chance that's a good chance really good chance really good chance at that okay for the national league for me i have the dodgers at one i have the phillies at two i have the phillies at two can't believe that i think milwaukee at three that's your three division winners yes they're a division winner so they're they're a number two the best team will be the Dodgers. Okay, so second best, second best record in the, uh, the National League. <laughs> but they they get they win the division. Okay, and then I have Atlanta at four, Padres at five, Mets at six. Mets, huh? Yeah, Mets at six. Holy crap. <clears throat> I think DeGrom, Lindor, it's there. It's there for them just to get into the playoffs. Is it? We're, we're talking about the same New York Mets, right? Yes, we are. <laughs> just making sure. All right. I would do uh, the Braves. Two. Braves at two? Okay. Who is your one? You said the Dodgers at one? Okay. We will read pretty safely. Okay. Wild card, I think, gets a little icky. Philadelphia probably at four. Between St. Louis and uh, St. Louis, San Francisco, and San Diego. So you got the three S's there. I think that's going to be tight. So I'll do San Diego. Squeaking in there. So San Diego at five, St. Louis at six. How much is that pain? Okay. I, I would say St. Louis. All right, Luke. All right, Lucas. Who do you got? Yeah, I got the Dodgers number one, Braves number two. Okay. Cardinals number three, Padres number four, mm-hmm. Phillies number five. Yeah, I, 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 I'm scared saying that because I, I, I can't believe I'm actually predicting the Phillies are in the playoffs, but I, I think it could happen. And then uh, Milwaukee Brewers at number six. Okay. All right, so it's all a matter of a different opinion. I think I, I, the National League – Whoever comes out of that central, whether it be the Brewers or Cardinals, I think the other team is going to be one of the wild cards. Right. Yeah. That's just, and it's, but it's it's tough because, I mean, you have the, the Giants and the Padres, you know, it's it's a, it's going to be tough. Like even, yeah. it, like, even though it's expanded playoffs, 12 doesn't even seem like enough. Yeah. I mean, the, the players wanted 14. Um, so... But and then the number ones would be automatically getting a buy in the first round, which I'm like. Well, number one and two both yeah. buys. 
Well, we'll see how it all shakes yeah, out. Three versus six and four versus five. Mm-hmm. Yep. So in that case, oh, man, we would, <laughs> if, I, if we had my prediction, the Phillies and Padres would play best of five series. Best of yeah, five. you don't want that. And, Woo. <laughs> yep, you don't want that. Yeah, Cardinals and Brewers, that'd be good. I mean, you know, yeah. division foes. For me, it would be, uh, let's see. Three versus five be Brewers and Padres, and then Mets and Phillies in the first round. Oh wow! Bye bye, Showalter. You're going home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it brings us to this. You know, we have all six teams in the playoff picture. Of your six teams in each division, who wins the whole damn thing? Who wants to go first? Logan, you go. Oh man, that's a big that's a big one. <laughs> um, Remember, this is taped, so you, you whatever you say, it goes on to the record. You can't you can't take Detroit, brother. You cannot take Detroit. Um, how about Atlanta? Toronto. Atlanta, Toronto. That would be a very exciting World Series. Uh, I Toronto. I think uh, Canada gets another championship. I think uh, Rose Jr. probably has a borderline MVP season. That's probably going to be up there, too. Gascar Hernandez. They got the pieces. Uh, the, that rotation's going to be what it relies on. Uh, but I would certainly trust that rotation in like a seven-game format for sure. I think they're well built for that. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be pretty confident in saying Toronto in a close series over Atlanta, probably six or seven games. Okay. Hold. Well, all right, Lucas. It is your turn. To face the music. Who do you have? Face the music, face the music brother. Who do, you fa- who do you got? Blue Jays over Dodgers. Okay. You got Blue Jays over Dodgers. I mean, if, all, if all things even, I mean, if everybody in the league stays healthy, I don't see how there's a World Series without the Blue Jays on one side and the Dodgers on the other. Yeah. I mean, I agree I mean, with that. I, 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 there were question marks surrounding every big team in my. I mean, like Houston, like I think their question mark is okay. They lost Correa. Um, Chicago, their question mark. Okay, they lost Rodon. Um, I mean, uh, Robert, Luis Robert, like, is he really? Is he going to take that next step? Um, you know, I think, uh, I mean, Tampa, like, I guess there aren't very many questions I can come up with Tampa. I mean, they, I feel like they're always there. Um, I mean, uh, I don't know. I think one, the Wander Franco effect, I think they're uh, uber talented. Uh, but again, I just, I think Toronto is the most complete team in the American League. Um, yeah, but, uh, but Andy, yeah, I mean, I, you're going to go ahead and pick the Phillies to win the National League, I assume. <laughs> All right, boys. Oh, no. All right, all right, strap it in here. 
I'm interested to see how the Clayton Kershaw Cy Young fits into this somehow. So, I think for for the American for the American League Championship, I have I have the Blue Jays playing the Astros. I think that's that's what it's going to shape up to be. Those two teams are going to be very, very good this year. I have the Jays winning in it and being the American League representative. National League-wise, it's between the Phillies and the Dodgers. It's like a rematch of back of what it was back in the day. I think both teams are pretty good. Uh, I give the edge rotation-wise to the Dodgers. However, offense wins you games. I take the Phillies. So I'm so it's going to be a rematch of the 93 of the of the 93 world of the 94 World Series. I have the Philadelphia Phillies taking on the As Lucas is has his head over his head. I have the Philadelphia Phillies taking on the Toronto Blue Jays in the World Series this year. I think this game goes actually goes to a six-game series. I think both teams are teams are there, got power Young power versus physique power. Uh, the rotations are you know, hit, hit and miss there, hit and there. In the end, unfortunately, I think that O Canada will stand strong. I have the Blue Jays in six over the Phillies. I think the Phillies win the National League, but they will not win the World Series this year. Well, that's a giant kiss of death to Toronto Canada. Yeah, all right. Toronto's gonna take now. They're starting 0-20. Well, look at look at, at the beginning of this. At the beginning of this whole, all three of us said Toronto is winning World Series. That's pretty incredible. And you know, it's like the kiss of death for me because I had the, the are, are if going on another sport. <laughs> I had the I had the I had the Blackhawks winning the whole damn thing this year, and they started oh, two and two and twenty four. So they win the whole damn thing. Why? Because they signed Seth Jones. <laughs> no, because of Mark Andre Fleury. I thought that the goaltending was there. Where's he at now? <laughs> Minnesota. Minnesota. And he's gonna and he's gonna get a playoff spot with that team. Oh, I hate Minnesota. Well, what do you? I mean, you're an Avs yeah, fan. It's, it's crazy. I mean, the Dodgers, like a team that has Trey Turner and Mookie Betts and Cody Bellinger and uh, Justin Turner. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Walker Bueller and Jose Urias. Oh, also they added uh, uh, Freddie Freeman. <laughs> yeah, I, it's just and they have Will Smith and they have. I mean, it's it's absolutely bananas. But I I I I just think. But the Phillies are taking them down. Yeah, <laughs> I think it goes to full seven of that series too. Okay, I was about to say maybe they took it down to four. No, I take yeah. a, no, I I I think I think with the playoff. Uh, let me just say this: with the six games, with the six game, the six teams making the playoffs and the best of five, I think you're going to see probably three fourths of all those series go the full length because they want the paychecks. Yeah. That's really what I think on that. Yeah, when they make the playoffs, they don't feel like it's about the paychecks at that point. But I, I think that the way that they've designed it now, I think it'll make for a far, I think it'll be a more interesting playoff, mm-hmm. for sure, because you give those early round uh, best of five, that, that's a recipe for some chaos, hopefully, I hope that's what this results in. It should, it's going to be an interesting season, I really do, and I'm just glad that, you know, we got baseball back, because like, yeah. like we, like, uh, like I've said off 
off on my show and, and I've said it on to you guys, you know, I just thought that we weren't going to get baseball this year. I really strongly thought that because how far the union was to what the owners were wanting and just for somehow some way for them to finally come together and get it right, you know, and to get baseball back, you know. And and with baseball, I'll say this, you know, it's 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 a new chapter each week for baseball, no matter what the situation is of, of this long book that is the season. It's going to be interesting. Yep. Yeah, I'm excited it's back. I can't wait to get to the ballpark. Yep. I can't, can't remember a time I've been more excited than this year for the baseball that started. It's been one hell of a roller coaster ride to get here. Yep. But very excited to see what happens. We got a lot of young, talented teams, uh, young, inexperienced teams. This year, it feels like more so than ever. So it's it's very exciting that we're only here a week out. Yeah, one yeah. week from today, we I will. Gonna, I think I'm gonna mark a note in my phone on March 31st, 2022. Andy Alford predicted the Phillies to win the National. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta mark it, brother. It's it, it. This is this will be on. This is on the Anchor Network, and you can. We make a bet. If the Phillies, if the Phillies win the uh, win the National League. Right, we gotta do something. We have to. Uh... Well, you're betting against your own team. <laughs> you're betting against your own team. That should oh. tell you how ridiculous it is. I want you. If, if the Phillies, if the Phillies win the National League, you gotta put on a Phillies jersey and hat. You gotta take. I would take your picture. Or you gotta make your Facebook profile picture for a year. How about that? Oh no 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 no! The wife would not not like that. Oh, I think she'd be all about it. Oh, right you, 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 you reach out to her about that and ask her if she would want okay, me. Your, your cover photo. That's going to be your profile photo. be your cover photo. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I told, I told, I told, I told myself this. I told myself this. If the Jackets ever won the Stanley Cup, I put the Jacket logo on my arm. That's what well, it would be. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. What's that? Oh, shut the hell up. Well, I've always thought of, you know, putting my, putting like, like the penguins and the red wings and the lightning and the maple leaves on my, on my foot. And every time I step, uh, every time I walk, I step on them. I thought I, you know that's what I thought you know that's... I know I know that sense but um that's going to wrap it up for the show this evening um let's plug some twi- let's plug some Twitter handles and some Facebook stuff of course um of course we'll start with Lucas where can where can people listen to find all your uh your information yeah. On Twitter at Old Man Siggy, and then uh, actually I, I started a base a baseball blog this past year. I haven't really done. Oh. I, don't, I did a few um, few posts pre free uh, agency. Okay. Uh, it's called we're, we're running out of booers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just uh, it's just kind of a newsletter blog, uh, but uh, just talking from my perspective as a Phillies fan. Okay. <laughs> So old man Ziggy and uh, Logan. It's uh, at L O G C 
P-A-R-R-69. Sixty-nine. <laughs> uh, mostly uh, complaining about Cleveland sports. Plenty of content. Plenty of content there. Yeah, plenty of content. Get on there and complain about the Cavs here any second. Yep, he'll be on there about playing about the Cavs and about how. The Browns got screwed up with Baker Mayfield and everything like that, and I don't want to get him started on that because you know because because he loves Deshaun Watson very very much. I did not. Don't blackmail me. I'm not blackmailing you right now, but <laughs> but yeah, you can always follow uh, our show, which is at All Andy Alfred. That's well, um, All Andy Alfred is the page as well on Facebook. Uh, yeah, this is this baseball season is just one week away. Um, when we put the show on the air, it's going to be as of the week of opening day. So it's going to be a fantastic run on baseball. So again, I have the Phillies and the Blue Jays with the Blue Jays winning the whole damn thing this year. Lucas, again? Uh, Phillies, uh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Got the uh, Blue Jays over the Dodgers. And Logan, Blue Jays over the Braves. So it's a consensus here on the on the panel that the Blue Jays are going to win the World Series. So that don't means they're most certainly missing the playoffs. <laughs> so do Bush. not so do so do not put money on our picks. They're going to win like seventy games. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that is going to wrap it up for our show tonight. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it and. Uh, it was great, great to talk to both of you guys. We don't be strangers. This is this is going to be probably going to be an annual thing for us now, um, and so I cannot wait. Opening day is around the corner, right here on All Andy Elford. This has been a presentation of the All Andy Elford Network, powered by Anchor. You've been listening to Andy tonight on the plethora of platforms with the Anchor Network, whether it be on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Bleaker. However you listen, wherever and whenever you're listening, thank you again for tuning into the show tonight. You can be a part of our show by following us on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford, as well as Facebook.com slash AllAndyElford. The podcast is performed each week right here on the Anchor Network.